How do children's authors build strong book businesses and grow their impact? By hanging out with Lori here on The Writer's Way. Okay, so in the last, the last show here, I shared uh, a couple of books and from a, from a guy named Brandon Kane, who's big time social media go viral expert. And if that's your jam, definitely go and have a quick lesson so that you can decide if you want to go learn from him and if you want that to be your strategy, so to speak. And if that made you feel a little bit ill, a little bit nauseous, all that time and effort spent creating posts, creating content, doing that kind of stuff, you're probably about my age. <laughs> it just means that you enjoyed living your real life a little bit more than spending time, which is not to say there's anything wrong with it. And it's not to say that other people are spending all their time and all their energy on social media. I think you just know when it's for you and you know when it's really not for you. And like I said in this first episode of the series, you can really you can really do well on social as a children's author. Absolutely. You just have to want to show up like that, right? And it's just not for me. So let's talk about another way that you can still show up. Now, if you remember two episodes, I talked about the quality of traffic on social media and the quality of traffic let's say using Brenda's common sense approach, which is what 99% of us are doing and failing at. If you're going to keep doing that, that's what I'm talking about now, I guess. And it's a way to just sort of be on social without being on social. So you have a presence on whatever platform, Instagram or Facebook, you have that presence. So if people are there and they're looking for what you're offering, they can find it. Okay. So if they go looking for the, this, the solution to a certain problem that your book solves, they can find you. And once they find you, they can go down your rabbit hole and they can look at a whole bunch of your posts and see what you're all about and then decide if they want to, you know, pursue you or pursue your books a little bit more. So that's kind of what I'm talking about here. Although I feel a little bit silly now because this guy who's like super famous in the sphere and he's worked with Taylor Swift, he's saying this is not the way to do it. But this is how I do it because my strategy is not a social first strategy. So I don't want to abandon social media completely. Honestly, after reading his book, the One Million Followers book, I really actually did. I really wanted to turn off my social media. I wanted to turn off my Instagram. And there's been a couple of times I've really seriously considered it. But I do believe that if somebody is looking for what I'm offering, it's smart to be there where they can search for me and find me, if that makes sense. So I'm going to share with you the strategy that I use, and I actually implement this for clients now too. And so I always make sure, for the record, to ask clients, you know, do you want a social first strategy? Do you want to show up like that? Is that the kind of content you want to create? Because if they do, like, I'm not a good fit. So I am really upfront about that. So I just want to put that out there in case you think, here I am, like, ripping off clients by using the common sense strategy, which actually never works, according to Brandon King. Okay, so my strategy, this is what I do for myself. This is what I do for my clients. I create a certain amount of posts. So it's usually 60 posts and then I add in some more. But I create 60 posts that I'm just going to recycle. And I actually talked about this in 12 Days of Marketing series in December. So it might sound familiar, but I'm going to go over it again. I create five types of posts and then I just recycle them so that if you search and if you find me or if you just happen upon me and then you you know go down the lorry the author rabbit hole you're going to get a, a broad spectrum of posts so that you get to know me 
The first type is engagement, which is strictly to try to get people liking and commenting and sharing on my posts. So it's things like what's in your purse right now? What was your favorite children's book growing up? You know, what's your advice? Yes, no. So that it's really answer, easy to answer. There's a whole series of things that are strictly engagement. Then there's a whole series of posts that are awareness. So this is about me, about my background, about my mission, what I'm passionate about, about my books, so that they can get a sense of who I am and what I'm about. The third type is growth. The growth posts are like, hey, tag a friend to grow your following, or hey, grab my lead magnet to grow my email list. And so it's either or. So once a week, I'm either asking people to tag friends so that they can find me and fall in love with me, or I'm asking people to join my email list. And this is a huge part that many, many authors like forget to do. And that's why they never grow. And it's just they don't ask for it, right? The fourth type is another type that authors often either overlook by accident or they purposefully don't do this because it feels icky to them. And that's like a sales post. And so I, I tongue-in-cheek call it a buy-my-book post, but it's not, you're not writing buy-my-book, right? You're explaining who your book is for. You're explaining what kind of child would really enjoy reading it. And you're saying, hey, if you're interested, here's a link. And so it is a buy-my-book, but it's not icky. You can also, if you have any discounts or promotions or bundles or anything like that, that's also what you can share on this fourth type of post, which is sales slash promo. The fifth type of post is for people doing content marketing via a blog or other articles somewhere else, or maybe a podcast like this, or maybe a YouTube show. And so just creating content on your blog, on your YouTube channel, or on your podcast, it can be really hard to grow. So you need to share about it in other places, right? So if you're doing that other kind of content marketing, you do need to share about it in other places. So once a week, I call them pillar posts. Once a week, I share about my blogs or once a week, I share about my podcasts. And that's because you need to share about them and more than once. You can't just share once and expect it to blow up, right? You have to share about it over and over and over. And that's important when you're creating content as well, because you can feel like you're on the hamster wheel. And it, you are if you're just always creating a piece of content, finishing it, and then looking to create the next one. You need to remember to share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. Okay, so these are five types of posts that I create. And I create enough to last three months. And then I repeat them. So I still need to answer questions. I still need to answer DMs. I still have to show up. I still have to make launch posts for when I'm launching something new, like a set of launch posts or seasonal posts when it's, you know, I don't know, spring or Christmas or something like that. But that daily pressure, that daily burden, that weight on my shoulders of creating something and putting it out there every single day, fresh from my brain, when my brain does not always function due to, you know, hashtag life, it's gone. That daily weight is gone and it's really incredible. So I've implemented this system for quite a few authors now and I haven't had any negative feedback. Everybody loves it. It would not be a, an appropriate system if you are a social first strategy, if that's what you're going for. Something I have heard from people is, but what if somebody remembers that I posted that three months ago? 
And so I have to ask you, like, if you have a favorite creator, if you have a maybe a celebrity or you have someone that you learn from, do you remember what they posted last week? Chances are you really don't. And if you see it even from a week ago, what you'll think is, oh, thanks for the reminder. Oh, that's right. I really like that. And you know how you read something? You need to read it again. You need to read it again. You need to read it again if you're learning for it to really sink in. So you won't be offended or upset about that. You'll be happy to read it again and have that opportunity for the reminder. You won't be annoyed at all. And so like I've talked about before, that quality of traffic that you get from social media, because it is so low, social media is really a very small piece of my marketing pie, so to speak. And when I do work for clients, it's a, it's a small piece of their pie as well. So it's important, I think, to have that foundation to show up, to have those five types of posts that you put out there continuously. But that daily, you know, buy my book or that daily, here's my dinner, like that's just not moving your business forward. I feel like really often people are focused on their following building a following, however you're doing it, but you're not maybe focused on building a business. And so again, this is like a crossroads where you need to think, what am I focusing on? Am I focusing on building a business or am I focused on just building a following? And is, and is that how I want it to be? So step one is to recognize what you're, what you're focusing on right now. Step two is to recognize, is that what I want it to be? or not what I want it to be, if that makes sense. So if anybody needs help with this, this is something that the team and I implement for people. These um, three months worth of posts, we create the captions, create the images, go ahead and schedule it for you if you just don't have the time. But I'm also working on something else and it's basically the same system, but teaching you how to do it yourself. So if you've been listening to me for a while and you love the idea of the system, then I have great news for you because I've just announced the name for this system. It needed a name. So I named it the Lazy Social Media Marketing Magic Method. What you get when you purchase the Lazy Social Media Marketing Magic Method. Why do I name things? So many, so many words. Anyway. What you get with it is a training video on how it all works, a more in-depth explanation of what we've been talking about here today, how many posts to set up. I share my scheduler and there's tech walkthrough videos. I believe there's six or seven of them. So they're, I like to be short and sweet to the point, no fluff. So they are that, and it shows you exactly how to set them up yourself. I've included caption templates. I talked about the engagement, the awareness, the growth, the sales, and the pillar posts. I've included 120 caption templates or swipes so that you can just copy them and, and fairly quickly create your own. If you know, you know what the main benefit of your book is, if you know what your lead magnet is, if you know your goals, it's going to be pretty easy to write those captions. And then I've also created some image templates for you to adjust and use for your own social images. I went ahead and made a video to walk you through exactly how you can customize them, of course, because they're not gonna be perfect as is because they need your branding. And so there's a walkthrough video how exactly to do that. I wanna mention also some people have gotten in touch with me 
And they love the idea of this system because they know they don't have a social first strategy and they don't want one, but they also don't have the time to create 60 posts, 60 captions, 60 images and schedule it for themselves. And so this is something that my team has been doing for authors for the past few months and it's working really well. And you just have to get in touch with me if that's something that you need for us to implement for you. No problem. Well, after you hear Brendan's take on how to sell on social or how to show up, his isn't selling really. It's like going viral on social compared to my kind of just having a platform where people can find you. And you know what? I'll mention too, because you might be wondering, okay, Lori, how does this lead to sales? Honestly, for the most part, like 95% of your posts, they're not going to directly lead to sales. It's just not how it works. And I think you agree with that. If you think of your own user behavior, right? It just makes sense because that's not how you make your buying decisions. Occasionally, I, I, you know, buy something from a Facebook ad, but not usually. So what you need to do in that case, if you're not going to be directly selling, you do have your weekly sales posts. So you're still going to catch people who do want to just go ahead and buy right away. But it's the growth posts that are really going to create your sales, but it's just gonna create a couple more steps. So it's actually creating a, a funnel. You've maybe heard that word kind of thrown around a little bit. If people find you on social media, join your email list, and then you make them uh, an offer to buy your book, that's your funnel. Your funnel goes from social to your email list to a sales conversion, and that's how you can sell, quote unquote, from social. It works much uh, better than just expecting that you'll put a post up about your book and people will buy it because that really rarely works. There's other ways you can do it. You know, like if you are going the Brendan Kane sort of route with more virally content, uh, much more purposefully created content, people will find you. They'll like you. They'll follow you. They'll fall in love with you. And then they'll go look for you and they'll they'll find your stuff. And I think that's what happens on TikTok a lot as well with really good content creators. I just know for me, that is just not how I want to spend my time. If you're more like me, Laurie, than you are like Brendan Kane, I think you're going to want to go ahead and jump in and grab it. Grab the lazy social media magic method. I'll put the link in the show notes. Get it today. And if you've been listening to me and you really love the idea, you love the strategy, but you know that you do not have time to implement it yourself, just get in touch. Lori at LoriWriter.com. And we will talk about making it happen for you. Talk about using my team to make it happen for you. Okay, everybody. I hope that you enjoyed this. I'd love to hear your take on social media. I'm always open to more ideas, different ideas, different feedback, all that kind of stuff. And the best place is in the Marketing for Children's Authors Facebook group. So. I will see you there.